Hey, Sherry. Hey, Corey. <laughs> How's it going, girl? So we got a lot going on today, huh? <laughs> I know, I know. We're still in this quarantine, so. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's definitely been an interesting process, you know, for someone who gets up every morning, goes into my office, and kind of start building the day out accordingly. Yeah, this has been an interesting process to be working from home with a whole bunch of kids in the house and dogs and everybody else. Yes. Uh, it's been challenging, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes. So what what have you done? Have you like adapted your like daily routine um, from having you know to manage what? all this? Yeah, you know, it's really funny. And I, I was just telling my daughter this, like she said, Dad, what time are you getting up tomorrow? And it's been so weird because normally like a crack of dawn, I'm up at 5 a.m. like a clockwork, like no later than 5.15, like my body just naturally wakes up. But Lately, I've been like sleeping until like 6.30, right? And I'm like, what is happening, right? So I you, do, you do realize somebody is like, he, no, you do realize somebody's like sleeping in until 6.30. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk, man. And I was in there thinking, I was like, so like my whole hour and a half is missing that part where I do at 5 a.m. to 6 o'clock and so forth. So I'm having to reshift my whole schedule around a little bit to get my quality time in for myself and my, you know, my personal development time and stuff like that. So it's been kind of weird, right? I don't like waking up to alarm clock. So that's that's something I will not do. So if my body is saying sleep to 6.30, I'm going, okay, I got to sleep to 6.30, whatever that is. Man. Yeah, I, I'm an alarm clock girl. That alarm has got to go off, and maybe in another life, another another dimension. <laughs> I, I am getting a real like ergonomic one with like the light glows, and because I, I am moving away from using my phone as my alarm clock, because you know that's that, the worst feeling when someone wakes you out of a sound sleep, and it's like this instant loud noise. I'm just like, oh my god, you know. So for I me, I don't that. like that. I don't like that experience at all so I'm trying to just hang in there <laughs> I, I gotta think about that I gotta think about that I well first of all I if I don't I'm not a morning person so mm -hmm. I'm I'm a manufactured morning person like I get up because high achievers get up so I right but saying. not not because I'm naturally up at, in the morning I'm not really I'm not I'm just not like I'm a night owl and there's something about that I kind of got that when I was getting a text message at 11 30 <laughs> last night and they just kept bombarding my phone up and my baby was like hey who's that I'm like it's Sherry I was like, she goes, I was like yeah she's got a brainstorm going right I, now that's all it is <laughs> my mind literally turns on at like 11 whatever and it because it's so peaceful like everything is finally shut down right. and I can finally think but I have made myself a more morning person so it, but it's manufactured it's not natural it's not it's not what I feel 100% comfortable with but what I have found is that I've had to rearrange everything like you know we talked about this like doing the homeschooling like I've had to reorder my entire day so that I maximize when he has his greatest willpower right and then and then I just gotta hoof it from like about you know 12 12 30 until about midnight which is jamming up my mornings i'm i'm accustomed to be uh, being up probably about five o'clock about the same time i'm i'm, up at five. Easy. I'm talking to you first thing in the morning yeah, 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 yeah. we're doing our I'm stuff up yeah i'm up at five but um but lately now that i'm staying up till midnight because i'm trying to make up for like the top half of the day around homeschooling it's been it's been real it's been real. so this this just maintaining discipline it has really like i've really had to like kind of not cut myself a break 
Because then that feels like, why are you cutting yourself a break? No, go hard in the paint. And it's like, no, it's a lot of paint over here. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> so, we, so I need a little I would, slack. So I would probably say that this topic of this work, I mean, of this uh, actual wealth habits is all around discipline, I'm going to imagine, right? Uh, yeah. About yeah. One of our seven principles and one of those principles, it's going to be around discipline here, right? We're going to talk about yes. what we should be doing to make sure we're staying in the discipline, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, all yes, right. Yes, I'm yes. with that. So, so here's my first question. Do you need to get up and get dressed or can you sit around the house and work in just your, your sweats? What's, what's my favorite saying? How you do anything is how you do everything. You already know the answer to that question. Yes. I was sitting there saying to myself, right? I had a conversation with my son a couple of weeks ago and I was like, you know, look, you know, we, we are having our normal nine o'clock meeting at the kitchen table. Just like if we were in a conference room, right? We're sitting there talking about our day and what we're working on and what got completed from the day before, what we're missing, what we're working on to get done for the course of the day. Like we are still in work business mode. Just because our venue and our location has changed, the mindset has still got to be in the same game, right? Because here's the thing, right? If you think about it, right? If you let your body lax, and you start to fall off the game a little bit. Let's say you don't get up and dress for the morning work, right? And you kind of yes. stay in your pajamas. Your mind starts to change a little bit, right? You start getting a little bit yes. relaxed, a little more relaxed in the process. You start doing things yes. a little less half-assed, you know, kind of deal at that point. And you're not laser focused. At least that's what I believe. I think you come to work and you come to your homework exactly how you would if you're going out in the real world. And look, here's the other thing. I think the biggest hard or the hardest process is the surrounding noise around you, right? This is where all the family and everybody comes in the house and they think that you're at home so they can come and talk to you about everything at any given time, right? You're on the phone doing your meeting and so forth. And then, hey, dad. You know? Right, right. This ain't this a slice of your cake. I'm like, uh, I'm on the phone. Okay, you know, so there's a lot more distractions is why I believe that you really have to stay disciplined in the process, just as if you were at work, man. And you got to you got to lay down the goal with your clients, right? right. With your, your staff and your people at home, you got to let them know that right. we're still in work mode, right? I need to point something out how Corey said he got staff at home. I ain't got no staff. <laughs> I, I, I have a staff of one. Well, look, my staff happens to be my family right now. Okay. Okay, so everybody's <laughs> on my payroll right now. Okay, so it is what it is. Okay. So we're trying to get our stimulus checks. <laughs> right. Come Real on. Talk. Come on. That, so I think for me, the, the biggest thing in terms of discipline is, is the – like getting like full on dress for sure. Um, because I had a habit previously where working from home and I would just be real comfortable. And it was like, no, I'm, there's something I'm trying to create. So right. I'm going to need to it's like, a habit. it's a habit. Yeah, it's a habit. It really yes. is. It's it the is. habit. You know, it, it's funny because I think that this is the true test of entrepreneurship. And the reason why I say yes. that, yeah, because I, I this is what I think, right? Look, here's the thing. Say that again. Okay. This is the true test of entrepreneurship. Because here's yes. why, if you think about it, most people who are, and I'll just use the term worker bees, right? They're used to going to work and they're getting a paycheck out there every two weeks and they just go in and punch in the clock and come back home. And that's the routine, right? Rinse and repeat, right? That's An it. entrepreneur has to get up and kill what they eat. All right. Let me just and say that. If you again. don't kill, 
If you don't kill, you don't eat. That's the bottom line, right? So as an entrepreneur, even though our our cycle and the things that we're doing now are somewhat different, the premise is still the same. We still got to go kill what we eat. Now, yes. we can set a hunt with our bow and arrow. We got to bring out the machete now, yes. but we got to find the same way to go kill what we eat, right? right. And so right. I think entrepreneurs have got to get keep themselves in the same mindset that you still got to produce. You still got to go make money. And the only so, way you can do that is you stay in that same zone that right. you are when you're walking into that office, set your environment up the same way you have at your office, right. set the dress attire the same way you right. have at your office, because that's the only way you stay in that same zone to me. Right. That's right. what I believe, you know? So, so let me ask you this. What do you do? Like, how do you turn off at the end of the day? Or do you find that it's harder to turn off because you don't have that divide of like leaving the office and going home? Yeah, you know, I think that comes down to just a discipline in yourself, right? And I think everyone's got to learn how to do that self care that we talk about all the time, right? So I think, you know, whenever your shutdown time is, it's still your same shutdown time. You know, Lila and I were talking about it the other day and like, you know, being in the office, your home office, right? It's easier to keep working, right? Because you just got everything around, right? And you're just in the zone, right? You're doing what you're doing, right? But it's definitely important to know that if your shutdown day is normally 4.30, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, still shut down because you need to do that so that you can give yourself the opportunity and the time for that self-care to re-energize and do something for yourself. You know, one of the things that we were talking about, and I know you can relate to this is that, you know, Delilah works with our daughter on her homework while she's home for the evening times at four o'clock, she's shutting down out of the office as if she was still at the corporate office and she's driving home to go pick up our baby from more school and take her home and start doing her homework. Right. Right, Same concept. So she's leaving out of the bedroom, going to the kitchen, you know, as she's spending time with my daughter, helping her with her homework. So yes. the same discipline applies, right? So it's back yes. to that same conversation that it's a mindset and you got to stay in that zone. Yes, 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 yes. Well, let me ask you a question because I know you've been doing something completely different, right? So now yeah, instead I, of dropping Jordan off and going to school, you got him all day long and, and he's a he's a toddler, right? So you're dealing with a, a whole nother level, right? So, so let's see so how that works. I, I, I had I had to tamp down the green-eyed monster like he had somebody to help with the homework <laughs> so all right i, I i'm uh, there, there's a a stoicism thing that i read it last night that says basically fall in love with your fate like it was talking about just like how you approach you know a crisis and it was like you gotta fall in love with your fate so i've gotta let go of the fact that that all my friends have grown children and i don't <laughs> <laughs> and just and fall in love with my fate because mm-hmm. it is what it is. But um, so I find it a little bit harder to just shut off yeah. uh, when we uh, to shut off the day because my work day is bisected by schoolwork and then my work. And, you know, he's not at that age yet where he's self-directed. So that means that we're both sitting down and I'm, coaching him on his assignments and making sure that he does it. And then sometimes he don't feel like doing it. And so what could take 30 minutes takes, you know, three hours. And so pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I get no work done today. No. So, so generally like if I'm up by like six 30, which is my normal time, I get my morning routine in, I get my, my, my specific things in that I do to like anchor myself for the day. And then at about eight o'clock, he's up 
nine o'clock we have breakfast every morning. And then by 10 o'clock from 10 to like 1230, I'm working on his assignments with him. And he, every day he's got, you know, language arts, math, social studies and science. You know, those are the four subjects. And so I'm working with him to like get those done. And then at 1230, I shut him down and he goes and watches his videos. And then from 1230 until, you know, eight o'clock, I'm working. Uh, I'm not eight o'clock, seven, about seven, I'm working. Then I get him dinner, ready for bed or whatever. And then once I put him in bed, then comes the next half of the work, right. which is from right. like nine o'clock to like midnight. And that's wash, rinse, repeat. But it's a little, for me, I find it a little bit harder because I, I miss those three hours that I got to like hand off to doing schoolwork. Right. So right. I don't right. know. It's been a little, it's been a little tough, but love your fate. There you go. Hey. So, you know, it's so funny because I get this question all the time. So, you know, we talked about the discipline of this, right? But let's also talk a little bit about the new normal, right? Because it seems like this is the new normal for a while, right? We don't know how soon this is going to change, when the, the coronavirus is going to take its course and flatten out a little bit around the world and, you know, move back to what we used to have as our normal, right? But now this is kind of where we're at, right? So, I, so, so to that point... I had a conversation, I was interviewed today uh, by a reporter in uh, Thousand Oaks, uh, just in terms of like church and how church is different in this season. And she was sharing that she really loves working like this. Like she doesn't like having her movement constricted, but absent that part, she likes being able to just handle everything at home. And I feel the same way. Like I, I don't miss being in an office. I don't miss that at all. I like handling everything. I'd like a bigger space. I'd like my home office to look like my office office, but I don't necessarily need to be in an office separate and apart from my home. And I would bet that there are a lot of other people that feel that way. And maybe it depends on like your business or whatever, but I, yeah, I'm, I, I like this. You know, so, you know, I'm trying to think how I feel about that. Right. So, I really like my office. Okay, I do. I, you know, I'll be the first to say, but like, but but you know, my office is my design, right? So I, I mean, everything from the hardwood floors to glass inlay with our etched in logos. Like I, I designed that baby. That's I my know, spot, I know. Right? Your, your office is, is fabulous. <laughs> I love, I love when I get so, to work at ES. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I kind of <laughs> like that, but I gotta admit. I do like what I've done to the home office. Like, you know, it, it literally let me kind of be a little bit more creative, right? I ended up, you know, found that I was sitting way too much, putting on way too much weight, sitting at this damn table all day, right? And I decided that I was going to start standing up more. You know, the little Apple Watch tells so are you, you are you at that? Are you at that standing up desk? I am. I'm standing up right now. Exactly. So I'm standing here right now. This whole time we've been talking, yeah, I'm standing up. So it's kind of cool because well, I could those... I could stand. I've got my little thing, and I do actually I do like that. Yeah, no, I do. And so it's got the little riser table to kind of stand up, and I, I like the the feel of just kind of being up and talking, and it lets you project better, right? You got your body it's moving. Magnetic. Exactly. You know, I think I'm thinking about getting one yeah. of those little standing tread machines, right, where you could just kind of walk yeah. while you're just talking kind of deal because I'm like yeah. I gotta figure out how to lose some weight because I ain't going to and from the copier right now because the copier is <laughs> under my desk right so right. I gotta get some kind of activity out of this day right so but yeah so I don't know man the new norm I guess is kind of different but I tell you the biggest challenge for us is 
you know, our business has been centered around speaking, right? That's that's what we do for a living. Yeah. Right? We we yeah. speak and we go out and, and teach people what we teach them and get them hopefully excited enough to come in and meet with us and let us show them how we can help them, you know, help them build their retirement planning aspects or their goals or whatever they're trying to accomplish in that process. And not having access to a venue where we can go and speak and have a crowd of people come in and meet with us, that's been a little bit of challenging. You know, we kind of pivoted a little bit started doing the webinars and the zoom calls and stuff like that but i don't know if i'm getting the same connection that i was getting when we were doing it the way we used to do it right so right. that's been the challenge for us right now and and that kind of brings up a good topic that we should talk about just a little bit you know mm-hmm. is opportunities right there are new opportunities that if you can embrace this process and learn a way to kind of embrace it Yes. You can turn it into a great opportunity to be and be able to put yourself in a better position than other people that are out there doing, right? So yes. I think that's huge right now. So let's talk about opportunities a little bit, you know, because I yes. think there are people out there that are probably sitting there, like you said, I think you said it first, there are certain levels of people. Some people are burying their heads in the sand, they don't want to hear anything that's going on. Some people are fearful and don't know what's happening and are trying to figure out what to do next, right? And then there are other people who are going, let's kill it. All right, I'm about to go do something and take it to another level, right? Yes, yes, yes. There's a quote from Albert Einstein that says, in the midst of every crisis lies great opportunity. Come on. (laughs) In the midst of every crisis. And so that's really, that that honestly has been where my mind is. It has been on where is the opportunity? Like where, where is the need that I'm uniquely suited to meet or not even uniquely suited? Where's the need that I am suited to meet that I have the skill set, the know-how, the, the whatever to give to, to, to that group. Uh, And, and I, I feel like that is, um, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like that, that, that it's like looking for that opportunity and taking advantage of that. And I think that, that I don't want to come out of this moment, not having maxed out this moment. I, I would feel like, I know what 2008 was for me. And I, I feel like I, like, I, I feel like I limped out of 2008, but I've done so much personal growth, so much development, so much like change, 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 change. I bet not come out of 2020, not, maximizing this moment like that that so, would be, so let, that would be so, failure let me let me kind of dive in on that conversation because I, you said something i think that was an important statement right you said let me look for the opportunity right and and find out what that opportunity is i think that that's why you right no wait that's why you hold on, hold on. That's I why, you should that's create the opportunity right because that's the okay. difference right okay, okay. Here's the thing, right right as we're looking around trying to figure out what we can do to make it happen right i think the true entrepreneur is like I'm creating the opportunity. Okay. Unlike 2008, like you said, a lot of people in 2008 got scared, a little fearful, didn't know what was happening, fell apart, they slept for a while, then they finally woke up and everything kind of turned back around, right? I think right now, instead of us going out there and saying, hey, I'm looking for the opportunities that are out there, I think we need to create the opportunity, right? All right, all right, all right. And say, what do we need to do and drive that out there so people are saying, hey, I heard from Corey and Sherry when they said, don't put your head in the sand, don't stop right there, let's create an opportunity, right? Let's do it. That's what we should be doing. Create the opportunity. That is it. That is it right there. Okay, that's really it. That's really it. I I appreciate that. I I really do. Like that, that's really it. Is that that if you don't find one, because there may be something that's like 
you stumble into. I always use the example of D nice and some of the other folks right. that I'm like tracking on like Instagram or whatever. But if you don't stumble into it, go create that moment. Go create it. Like right now, you need to be creating opportunity. You need to be throwing everything up against the wall until you find a thing that sticks. So here's how I look at it, right? I think when you do to yourself, you sit back and you look at yourself and you say, pick out a big whiteboard, right? And you write on the whiteboard, here I am. What are the things that I can do well, right? And what are the things that I can do exceptional? right? And the yes. thing that I can do exceptional, how do I monetize that to become money and be able to pay my bills from yes. that, right? There's a great book that's uh, Jeff Walker, right? Talk about launch, right? Yes. I think that is the perfect epitome of what this market needs to have. So those of you who are listening to this conversation, go grab launch, right? I just, yes. made, yes. I just made Jeff Walker a billion more dollars that he didn't need, right? But anyway, yes. go yes. pick the book up, right? Then that royalty check, Jeff. So yeah, definitely, right? But I think, honestly, that's what everyone should be doing right now, right? I was sitting there and I was talking to my... Hmm. I'm going to call her my daughter-in-law, right? Soon to be, right? And we were talking about what she could do to generate revenue, right? right it's so right. funny. We started talking about that. And I said, go to Fiverr, right? Put a little ad up there, what you can do that you're good at. She decided that she was going to do lesson plans. And now she's got people pitching her on getting lesson plans done because a lot of our home people that are parents that don't know what the hell to do with their kids, right? They're trying to figure out how to keep them busy and doing a proper coursework that they need to do lesson plans, right? Just like a teacher would do, right? And now she's getting paid to create lesson plans for other people. That's exactly what I'm talking right, about. Right, Be right. in the position to create your opportunity. Create Period. Opportunity. Game over. Oh, That's it. Let me drop the That's mic. It. <laughs> Hi. That is it. But no, that, that's really it, Corey. That, you, you said it. That's really it. Yeah. That's really it. You know, that's really it's, it's, it. It's, that, that, that you used to create this opportunity. Yeah. And, that, and, and, and you're not waiting for it. I think you can't, right? Because sometimes opportunities doesn't show up or sometimes it shows up, but you don't know what you're looking for. You right. know, and sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? So right. it's staring you in the face and you'd be like, huh? I think you right. and I had a conversation last night, right? And I yeah. said, Sherry, how many times is God going to see that boat, that helicopter, right? <laughs> the person that walked past you and said the same thing before you decide <laughs> what you want to do, right? Uh, Miss Sherry J, all right? So right. I'm just saying, right? Opportunity. I'm just saying. Right, don't go right, looking right. for it. You just create it, okay? Create it. That's it. But that that's it right there. I that that right there, that's that's the podcast, y'all. <laughs> create no for real. We started talking about discipline, but that right there is the money. Is that you got to create the opportunity. And yeah. and and so and so you just decide and then take action. Make a plan and take action. Yeah. And look, if we were going to simplify for those of you who are listening and just said, okay, well, how do I create the opportunity? I think you start off with simply, like I said before, start with a piece of paper on, your, on, the, on, the, on the paper of your desk, right? And yeah. just write down all the things that you think you're really good at, right? Like I said, yeah. and then look at the things that you're exceptional at. Once you determine what those things that you're exceptional at, figure out how to monetize it, right? How do you go out there and get someone who is willing to pay you to do something that other people are not willing to do? 
everyone has something that they hate doing and they will pay somebody else to do it. Yeah. My thing is I hate paperwork. I will not do a piece of paperwork to save my life. I will pay an assistant to input stuff for me because I do not want to do it. So yeah. that is a task that I will pay someone for. So find out what that task is and then use services like Fiverr, Upworks, and all these different companies that are out there where you can put your services out there and get paid from it right from the comfort yeah. of your home, right? Now that yes. you've gotten that down, once you got that down to a science, guess what? Now it's about scaling, right? How do yeah. I scale this? Because I can only do so much myself. Guess what? I may bring on two or three other people who want to do the same thing that I do, put them a part of my unit, a part of my team, create my yeah. teams out there, and now I'm delegating paperwork to them that they yeah. do, that they work yeah. for me, and I'm paying them, and now i got yeah. a team, right? I yes. just built yeah. the system out, right, from that little simple conversation. Now, as it yeah. expands and grows, guess what? Time's getting harder. You expand with more people. Now you become international. And now guess what? I got a multi-million dollar company because I started out from the comfort of my home because COVID virus would not let me go outside. And I now built out a business all from that opportunity that I yeah. created. Yes. That's the thought process. Guys. That's it. That's it. Man, all right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what else y'all need? What else y'all need? Okay, I'm in the zone right now. <laughs> The question is, how can we turn a crisis into, into an opportunity? And he just answered that question. That's really yeah, I think that, that's, that's where we need to be at right now. And I, cause I say that for even for myself, you know, I think we need to start creating opportunities, whatever those opportunities are. Yes. And I'm talking to Sherry J right now. She hear me. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm like, after this podcast, we about to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sherry, I mean, that's all I got. I mean, we talked about some discipline today. We talked about some of our principles and our processes. We talked about opportunities and creating opportunities. And hopefully this gave people a little bit of insight on what they could be doing right now. You know, this, this new normal doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. And so you can't sit around with your head buried in the sand. You can't sit there trying to figure out things. You got to take action and make things happen. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's one more episode of Wealth Habits. Hopefully you guys got something out of it. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Other than that, Sherry, have a good night, girl. Take care. Thank you. You too, Corey. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.